0: You're tuned into Radio Wave Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening You are tuned into Radio Wave My name is Ashley Liebig, and I am your host Today, I am joined with our co-host
1: Riley Chrisman
0: And we have a very special guest
1: Ryan Liebig
0: Yes, it is true, guys. It is my brother. I dragged him on. I actually drag a lot of people onto this show, and I, I'm enjoying all of that those moments. Um, so today's topic is going to be... Country music. Are you guys shocked? Because I'm really not. Um,
1: it, took, it took a lot longer than expected to get here, especially considering your music taste.
0: Dude, you weren't there for the country music episode when no. the CMAs were on.
1: Oh, I guess I was. You not
0: weren't there. on. You weren't on yet. I think you came the episode right after that.
1: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
0: But yeah, no, we're gonna be talking about country music. There are some songs that have just been put out that I really like, but I kind of want to just pick Ryan's brand because he is ye ye all the time and we love it. So Ryan, what is your favorite music genre?
2: Oh, since I'm on the podcast already, I'm going to have to say country.
0: What's your favorite artist?
2: You know, if I had a favorite, my, my favorite when I was a kid, it was probably Toby Keith.
1: That's uh, respect right there. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was definitely Toby Keith, and it kind of kind of changed up a little bit throughout the years. But if I, um, if I had a current favorite, it'd probably be uh, Aaron Watson. Oh, okay. Aaron
0: Watson. Yeah,
2: he's he's out of Texas. He's uh he uh he's very um he was he was a little bit of a hit for for a little bit, but um I just I don't know what happened, but um he's he's very. What's the word? Unrecognized. Um, overall, you know, he's just he's just really good artist, and I just I think that uh, you what's know, one of your favorite songs from him? Uh, if I had a favorite, it'd probably be Run Wild Horses, Run. But
1: real quick, I'll ask you. So why is Toby Keith your favorite? Ooh, well. <laughs>
2: Well it uh it started. I uh I used to there's a song How Do You Like Me Now by Toby Keith. Yeah. So I, I used to, I used to listen to that all the time as a kid and my mom said I could never pronounce it right. And so, you know, I just I uh how do you used, pronounce it? I don't know, it was just gibberish, you know. How do you mom and now? that's a little three-year-old me running around the house that's not funny. even saying it right, but
1: yeah. I actually have a term for that. I call it twelve year old lyrics because I'll go back and listen to music that I knew when I was like a twelve year old and I will not recall the lyrics. Being the same as I'm currently hearing them, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, 12 year old lyrics. My head definitely twisted those up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> my uh, my parents used to uh tell me to call people a scary fish, Ooh. except for the fact that I pronounced my f's like b's. Oh, and so it was uh not a radio friendly term <laughs> <laughs> at that point, but I totally get that. Um, what is I have to get here? I'm sorry, I really have to get to this topic. Uh, what is your issue when people say they hate country music. Ooh. Because I know we got picked on a lot growing up for liking country music.
2: Well, I think my biggest issue is they never really took the time to listen to a country song. They just, they listen to the parts they don't want to hear like you know the fiddle or what have you they like that
0: country twang. the twang
2: yeah. yeah they just they never listen to the lyrics too much and you know i think uh i think if they were to sit down and and listen and and realize they'd probably have a lot of common in, in what the songs are singing about and,
0: what's one country song that makes you cry
2: just um, one yeah just <laughs> yeah exactly well
0: people- Understand that country music is such an emotional genre and they won't sit down and actually listen to that side of country music they're just going to judge it once again based off the twang yeah. but my biggest thing and my biggest uh, rebuttal to the those comments is presenting a country song that often makes me cry and yeah. so I'm curious what's a song for you that makes you cry almost every time
2: oh boy uh, you know if I, had a one, if I had one that you know might get me a little emotional. It's uh, if heaven wasn't so far away. Oh. Justin Moore <laughs> talks about taking his bird dog out for one more time and packing up the kids and seeing grandma, seeing grandma, and, grandma and grandpa.
0: And yeah, my thing with that song, and you know this, but um, we we grew up with uh, with our grandma, but that was our only grandparent that we had. And so listening to that song makes me so sad because oh, it's, so like, it's extra personal. Yeah, and then on top of that, my um, my dad had a bird dog uh, that we uh. grew up. with. With, but he passed away when I was like four or five. Yeah. And so that was like our family dog. And then we didn't really have a dog. For a while after uh, that you.
1: actually i have something to add to reeling it back a little bit to where you were talking about like what makes you know why do you like country music to the people who don't like it or you know however that was worded um i actually recently spoke with my girlfriend about this she's not the biggest country music fan and maybe i'm from alabama i mean i grew up on it <laughs> you know but uh so i have a really i have a love for country now i'll be honest it's not my main genre i listen to but it I probably listen to country at least 2 or 3 times a month just on the way to work or something like that, you know. And we were talking about it and I was curious like why do you not like country music? And she told me she's like honestly I don't know. It's honestly just kind of the association of what you've seen in movies and pop culture and TV. There's just this association of almost like redneckness with that genre of music and yeah. you hear all the typical chord progressions and things like that and it's all similar and it's all the same and beer trucks and girls and blah blah blah. And it be fair since post Taylor Swift switching to pop music, that is very much the case. A lot of snapping Flat beats and beer trucks yeah. and girls it's the main thing you know i get it
2: pro country yep yeah.
1: Yeah, you get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there is a lot of realism to like real country taking away the snap and clap pop stuff and like actually breaking the bones down to country, even though there's a lot of similarities, how much diversity they can create even out of those similar chords should show you how awesome the genre is. So I showed her a few songs. She was genuinely open-minded and she's a music person. She grew up in the family that was big into music and stuff. Yeah. So she was open-minded and listened. And she's like, wow, I never realized like kind of the art form of country, how it's a story or, you know, an experience at some." someone had that's on a deeper level than most music. Like, yes, you hear a song that makes you sad, and they talk about breaking up with a girlfriend, but they just tell you they broke up with a girlfriend, how it makes them feel. Country music paints the picture of why they feel that way. What happened? What paint she did to me. Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> paint me. A yeah. Love it. You know, all that kind of stuff. It's a very deep emotional experience. And she has, now has kind of an appreciation for it. Now, obviously, she's not bumping country all the time. But when I turn it on, she doesn't complain anymore. Yeah, you know, that's good. <laughs> so I, I think you were very much correct to say, you know, if people just gave it a chance. Right. right now. Yep. Yeah. And I genuinely encourage people to just give it a chance, like a serious chance. Find someone who really likes country. Actually let them show you some deep stuff. Ask them for the deep stuff. And not just take the, you know, the pocketbook that you know, the media Florida gives you Georgia
0: lines, Sam Hunt. <laughs> I
1: mean, I actually kind of like a couple of those artist songs.
0: I like like one or two of their songs, but I, I yeah, it, it takes me, a, it takes me a little bit to classify them as country music because of the fact that I've sat here and defended country for so long. And I'm, I'm talking about this sla- snapping clap snapping clap It's the, country twang that I'm also defending Mm -hmm. um because I mean I I think musically as well not so much lyrically it does say a lot um even though it's simple it's kind of like it goes back to that culture of country where it's like it's simple people we're simple people and a thing who enjoy it my issue with pop country is it's catering to the public of people who don't appreciate country to begin with. Yeah, I think and that's a fair
1: assessment in, in a way.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It, it's just it's my own emotional connection with um uh with pop country where I'm just like okay if we're at a party or a bonfire I don't mind it but I'm not gonna sit here and play it in my truck when I'm driving down the road yeah I'm I'm listening to Donna Fargo or you know yeah. Toby
1: related to Wells Fargo question <laughs> <laughs> but. I, you know, no. <laughs> I actually, I have kind of an opinion on this and why I think It's so pushed, and yeah, I do think that Taylor Swift switching to pop was a big part of it. Obviously, I've spoken about that a few times now, but I think the reason is because they realized there's two areas of the music industry they can now hit. So why not hit it? Which is fair, make your money. And I think what they were trying to originally do was use the snap and clap beat and pop esque approach to gravitate and grab those listeners on that side of the fence and kind of bring them over to experience country. And I think that was awesome at the time, but I think it's eventually evolved into a lot more and to well now we're actually getting away from country not just trying to reel those people in and I think just because it made so much money like who wouldn't I would do the same thing if I was those labels I
0: think it's also proving those people right about what country music is about because you listen to that newer country music it is about beer trucks and girls and I quite honestly um, don't think that's what the music's about to begin with I think it it, I mean it started with um, the Carter family you could go back even further but uh, the Carter family kind of. Of popularized it. And then when you look at what the music was, it was music for Southern folks who work all day. And I mean, for lack of a better term, partied all night. It, it was like a yeah, good old or, boy music.
1: It, it was it really encompasses a culture. And I think that's what a lot of people kind of forget is people who aren't from the South like myself. They see that culture through media lenses and they just see the trailer park redneck side of things. And don't get me wrong. Yes, that side of it totally exists, but that's not the majority of it. You know, yeah. I feel like when when I first moved out here to Vegas, I had to defend Alabama. Listen, I promise it's not what you think it is. You know, I know you have all these preconceived ideas and what you've seen and heard. You know, obviously those things exist and there are people who are like that, but it's not that way in actuality. You know, I grew up with a very normal type of high school experience, you know, schooling my own personal things that went on in life, but you know, it was very similar to what was going on, but the culture was different because the Southern culture is very different from the Western culture. And that music kind of encompasses those ideologies. And then what intrigued me the most when I first moved to Vegas was actually when I met you, you were the first person who kind of put this in the forefront for me. Of, of people in Vegas who listened to country and understood that culture, even though you didn't necessarily live in it, like your parents encompassed that culture, and you yeah. were definitely around a lot of those similar ideologies of you know the farm and how important, like knowing how to survive on your own can be and things like that. You know, yeah. obviously there's a lot more we could get into, but you know, but you guys understood that and you accept that and understand that culture, which was interesting to see considering you had never been in the, the same area as I've been. That was a very that was very I, much a culture shock for me in a different way.
0: I've never ridden a horse. It my life. Wait, really? <laughs> I wanted to as a kid. I really wanted to. I had a friend uh, in the fourth grade who would always go to horseback riding lessons, and I always wanted to go, but we just couldn't afford to do it.
1: Crazy. Um,
0: but, you know, I, I always wanted to ride a horse. The thing that I think is funny is when you look at Las Vegas, people see Las Vegas, but they don't see the subdivisions of the cities. And so the way that yeah. I see it, and a lot of other Las Vegans uh, see it as well, is country music is very prevalent in Henderson, and what people actually call it is hendotucky and I hate it. I, I
1: hate it so much.
0: Or hendertucky or whatever. Yep. I hate it with yep. a passion because I think it's disrespectful. But also, when you look at it, those are where the truck drivers are. I mean, if you go far enough out from the city limits, there's a lot of ranches out there too. Yeah. And those are the people that are going to have the bonfires, who are going to do like the, the cheaper Friday night things instead of going out um, doing karaoke or going to some club. It, it's just... Yeah. Like it's interesting seeing that fifteen minutes from the strip, you're able to get into that kind of you're you're able yeah. to dive into that kind of culture. And and that's what I tell people too, is um when I worked at Boot Barn, um, a lot of my coworkers actually lived in Henderson too. And a lot of them actually have horses and they have ranches and they have farms and like they they encompass that culture as well, but it, it's just it, like you said. It, it's just very interesting how that yeah. came about.
1: Yes, yeah. Ryan, I see you shaking her head. Do you, yeah. you agree with what she has to say? Oh yeah, he yeah. Likes
0: that boot barn. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: And then, I mean, being yeah. her brother, I just I was just curious, you know, seeing if you guys had you know a lot of similarities. Oh that. yeah,
2: yeah. It's. uh you know, I think, yeah, you're right about our co work uh, the co-workers at Boob Barn. Yeah. Um, they uh, they do encompass that culture, Western culture, because a lot of them, uh, surprisingly, they came from, uh, I think a lot of them came from places like Norco in California, where they, I mean, that's all they do is ride horses over there.
1: Yeah, North Cal is very different from Southern Cal. I actually have family from North Cal that, like, seems way more Southern than California. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: kind of crazy. Uh, As a avid country music listener, uh what would your top five pick? for a song to introduce somebody to
2: country ooh. ooh, that's a good one um like to introduce it they've never heard before
0: not if they have okay how about if somebody is against country music and you're trying to get them on
2: Ooh, that is a good one um you know there could be a few artists i could uh i could recommend to them um, <laughs> your chin yeah. 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 <laughs> don't,
1: don't actually do that one, don't do that one. <laughs> i actually like a uh, really like on an actual note like that song I know it's like a very trashed on song but I really like it there's something about it
2: (laughs) yeah it is a good song I like it too but um, you know I I think uh, you know there's a lot of Keith Whitley I I like okay I think everybody knows you know everybody watches TikTok and they know Miami Miami you
1: know yeah well see I I would want to get him down a different alley personally you know like I want to put him on something like uh, that's very very staple like Hank Williams Sr. and Hank Williams Jr. or like Garth Brooks or you know what
0: song would you pick from there. Well, that's
1: definitely very tough. I first start with the artist because I want people to understand the culture. Like if I'm if I go home and there is any Hank Williams senior or junior song on the the, the vibe drastically changes like the southern comes out, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So picking one is definitely the harder part. But to me, I have to narrow it down to those artists. And like that was the culture right now. Narrow it down to their songs. But do you pick a hit or do you pick something more personal or do you pick something that's more hits home with them? You would think, you know, that's the hard part for me. You know, like it depends on the person, maybe,
2: you know, I think Uh, that you bring up a good point i think there's there's a lot of a lot of country songs about breakups Um, -hmm. and I think there's, there is one song I, I think that is, it's still country. It's a little more or less twangy Mm -hmm. and, um, there it's a song. It's his name is Jimmy Wayne. I'm sure you've heard of him. Uh, do you believe me now? Uh, You know, which one? Yeah. It's about, uh, you know, it's, it could be, you know, that's a very relatable song to a lot of people, especially going through, uh, you know, going through betrayal and relationships and, you know, examples like that. You know, I, I don't, I think that would probably be, if I could think of any right now on the top of my head, I would, but you know, I, I I would, I would introduce him to songs like that, you know, talking about, you know,
1: um, um, yeah I mean hey if you're hitting that stride you know what, yeah. <laughs> what's the, I forgot the title it's so popular I can't believe I can't recall it. but the one where she's like I dug my keys into the side oh of, before, you
0: cheat. before he yeah. cheats before he cheats
1: yeah, yeah yeah that one is like that's an anthem people bop to that one I don't care who but you are but that's the thing yeah. you're not
0: introducing them at that point yeah
1: they already know it. yeah yeah fair. <laughs> but just to get them started like hey country's cool here's the one you know and then show them stuff they don't know maybe you know I don't like, know maybe yeah.
0: like a more country like song coming from the same album and yeah. then kind of transitioning from them from that uh, yep. One of the one of the artists that I would probably uh, that I've started a few people on actually is um, Zach Brown, Brown Band.
1: Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I good think one. that yep. they
0: are pretty staple. Yep. I think "Toes" is one of like their most popular songs. Mm-hmm knee deep as well I think going from toes to knee deep um, I was able to actually transition one of my old Dutch Bros uh, co-workers to country music and he actually came to a few of our bonfires as well Uh, but it it was it was just cool because he's like oh I like this and I'm like okay if you like this what about this and yeah I, um, I transitioned him from that um, but I think country music all in all needs to be listened to at a lyrical bass level because I have this one friend who swears up and down he hates country music mm-hmm. as soon as he hears a southern accent he wants to throw his phone kind of thing and I'm like
1: don't let him listen to this one
0: <laughs> I'm like uh, but like I, I just think it's so funny because I'm like you realize most of them don't even have a southern accent right? oh, yeah. like Keith Urban I'm sorry
1: I don't have have one but man i can pull it out just like that (laughs) you've been around it long enough
0: Keith urban is australian too i know you can't even it's it's cool that
1: means a g though i love watching him his stuff live too like online like he's a great guitar player which hits a very good point i was actually about to ask um so we're talking about country music, but we're kind of also adding southern rock in here cuz there to me there's a very drastic difference. If someone says that they like country music and all they listen to is southern rock, I'm like, you're this isn't the same as country. Now, does yeah. it encompass around similarities? 100%. Yeah. But Country music can be anywhere from very bro- just acoustic guitar and a voice, very broken apart, you know, notes or strummed chords, and it can have like slight drums, e fly guitar, all that. But then rock, you start adding more of the overdrive and distortion and the grungier type tones. Now you're kind of hitting southern rock, which is definitely what we probably grew up on a little bit more. But to me, they encompass different things. So now. My question here, the follow up to the or the lead up to this being whenever you're showing someone country music, quote unquote, are you going to go for more of a Southern rock approach or a country approach in general? Because um, I know if they like rock, obviously you'd go Southern rock, but
0: can you do me a favor really quick and just define what bands would be classified as Southern rock?
1: Yeah. So um, it, it's tough because a lot of bands kind of transitioned during the transitional period of country to Southern rock because there was definitely a time period where it started to rotate over um certain bands being um uh who oh, man i can't i just like lost all train of thought uh but like rascal flats rascal flats is definitely a type of guy who started off very country like i remember listening to his christmas album as a kid oh, yeah. and then yeah he later evolved into more of a southern rock approach which is totally cool you know even keith urban you know he did a lot of that too and he even did some stuff like with john mayer where they did like a beatles cover one of my favorite things you know he started yeah. going to rock so uh Defining bands, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of drawing blanks. Maybe you have a few because I'm I'm drawing blanks here. Well, um,
2: are you talking about as far as introducing? Uh,
1: yeah, like just yeah. you just so that way that the listeners that are listening are curious or want to just understand in their own heads because they maybe have heard a few songs by these people. What's the difference between country and southern rock by by giving bands or artists?
2: Well, I think you know because you know you got bands as far as southern rock goes you got bands like leonard skinner oh, 38 yeah. special um you got bands like that and i think uh one of the biggest differences i think probably the rock part probably probably more guitar you know i think i would want to introduce someone to country first okay interesting yeah
1: yeah, yeah i would i what's would what's your reasoning for
2: that Just, just to, just to show them that there is twang. Okay. Um, You know, you know, show them that twang there's, there's fiddle. I know, you know, Charlie Daniels, he's country, but he also is considered Southern rock, but yeah, you know, I most people consider him country.
1: Yeah, especially it depends yeah. on like what songs you listen to by that artist too and stuff, you know. It, it can vary. Yeah. Um, but I have another question for you. You're talking about Twang. Obviously, me being especially a guitar player, I really understand Twang, and especially lacking country music. But for those who maybe aren't as, you know, adept to that, what do you define Twang as?
2: Um, well, Definitely Hank Williams. Um, like what yeah. you were saying, you know, the the long gone daddy, you know, yeah. the, you know the kind of the throaty kind of sound. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I'd show them the basics of that because that, that really is, you know, the roots of country.
1: OK, yeah. Would um, you maybe say the guitar also kind of has more of that same throaty feel like it goes from being smooth to kind of grimy in a way?
2: Yeah. In fact, that's another good point. I'd, I'd show him country music with a steel guitar. Yeah, <laughs> because, steel cause guitar. Because that to me, that that really is real country music. You know, steel guitar. You got a fiddle like the Alabama. Song. Now you're kinda getting Middle into of some band.
1: bluegrass territory here. I like it.
2: <laughs> you know, you know, instruments like that, I, I think, you know, it's unfortunate. The steel guitar isn't, you know, a prevalent uh Prevalent instrument in country music anymore, yeah. you know. I think that is sad.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, and it's very interesting. I actually had a conversation with this about uh, with a coworker the other day. I, I work as a teacher, so I, you know, I have coworkers that also play guitar and stuff. And one of their students actually had, and it was a resonator guitar, so it was slightly different than a steel. A resonator is basically a practically just metal guitar. So whenever the sound goes inside, it's not bouncing off wood. It's bouncing off metal, which creates a drastically different sound. You know, think about like if you had a rock inside of a a, a can, an empty can of vegetables versus a rock inside of a wooden jewelry case. You know, like the sounds are gonna be very different. Right. Um, But his student had one. He's like, man, I don't even know what this is. I've never seen it. And that blew my mind. I was like, really? Like, I mean, to be fair, I I grew up on that kind of stuff. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think it's interesting you point that out because I was just thinking about that the other day, how. This instrument's kind of starting to die off, even in country music, which, you know, for a certain period of time, it was the staple for country. So that's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I and I do think uh, I think Ashley was saying earlier, Either I think you and there, you guys were saying it was, you know, it's it's become more pop these days. Country. Yeah. And I think I think that is, you know, the media is a, or not the media, the uh, the the people putting out country music, uh, the producers, that's their way of relating, you know, to more people.
1: Yeah. To the today's generation.
2: Yeah. Today's generation. Which is fair. People. Yeah.
1: It's just tough from our perspective. <laughs> yeah. Cause <laughs> yeah. you
2: know, we grew up on actual country and you know, yeah. that, that is tough to see, but you know, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not fully against it. I, you know, I still, I'll throw on 95.5 or one or 2.7 when I'm in the truck.
1: And yeah. And now 91.5, right? <laughs> 91. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wednesdays at 630. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. But that, that's really cool. I like your approach. So, I mean, we've talked a whole lot about the country music side of things, but one thing we kind of just touched on was the culture of country music. You know, yeah. um, we were talking earlier about how there's different parts of Las Vegas that, you know, have different cultures within their own cells. And I, I think it's definitely safe to say coming from Alabama to Vegas, I kind of had that idea. Like she, like Ashley was saying, of, oh, it's this flashy city and all these big things and blah, blah, blah. But I, like I said, there was a culture shock meeting someone like Ashley and other people I was like, whoa, they like actually have this country culture, but in their own way. And then I thought about it, like there's a lot of rural parts of Nevada where like people understand that same culture. They oh, live yeah. on ranches. They have cattle. They do all these similar things like oh, we had.
2: It's funny. I, I actually, I, I know people from Northern Nevada. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've met a lot of people and they're, uh, they're pretty, they're pretty country. They, uh, you know, I, I did a, a camp up at, uh, SUU mm. uh, when I was in high school. It was, uh, I was a cross country runner and, cool. uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. We would go for, what was it about? Maybe about a week. I, I can't remember on top of my head, but we'd, uh, all the kids from kind of the West coast and maybe I, we had a few Texas people, uh, coming in and we did the camp. And what was cool was we would, um, all the kids would come together the in the mountains up uh past Cedar City okay and uh we'd we'd run the uh, we run the mountains up there and uh, um, oh wow
1: yeah it was I mean, it that was, was a fun experience
2: it was fun it was cool cuz we got to see scenery and we got to run by lakes a lot not a lot of people yeah. from Vegas do but they uh we got the chance to experience the wildlife out there and um yeah it's it was, definitely
1: good to get away sometimes yeah
2: it was it was fun it was Yeah, it was what we did was high altitude training. So we would uh,
1: oh wow, that's tough.
2: We would train our bodies to take the altitude. We'd come back down at elevation, and it would we would it would feel like we were running on air because that's crazy. Yeah, because we would uh, some with the blood, and it would all the fancy science stuff. Yeah, all the fancy (laughs) stuff that I don't know. But uh, yeah, I got I got to meet a lot of country kids. You know, they would they would run in the 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 cross country teams up in northern Nevada. Um, I met I met a. Yeah, even, even running cross-country, too. I'd meet a few people from Logandale, but... Yeah. Yeah, they... They have a pretty country
1: <laughs> and you know that's actually what I was gonna ask what uh, what kind of culture would you say like growing up with this more country side of things from your perspective what what encompassed that culture for you what gave you the the, the the same ideologies for country like we were talking about from earlier
2: Are you talking like from a from a Vegas perspective
1: yeah from your perspective just growing up like what made you go you know I understand this community and this music resonates with me what experiences did you have you know because I want to see what was different from mine?
2: Well, I, I think our dad, Yeah, I'd have to say my dad. Yeah. His, and his family, my, my dad, he was pretty, uh, he was pretty, uh, pretty into that. He, uh, he, you know, he always taught us about hard work and giving 110%, you know, a lot, yeah. a lot of country people, same, same deal. They, uh, you know, he listened to country he, and he listened, my dad, he listened to the old stuff. We'd, um, every Sunday he'd turn on the radio and oh, yeah. listen to classic country, you know, artists like George Jones and Farron Young and Charlie Pride and you nice. know, all, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. all the greats. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, um, uh, you know, even, even listening to, to a country song, you know, that's, that's how we got to understand. And, you know, growing up in Las Vegas too, there was, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, uncommon to see a ranch somewhere, yeah. uh, you know, especially up in the North side. So we, we got that influence, um, kind of got that influence living up there. And then, you know, we got to, it was mostly listening to country and mostly, mostly my dad. You That's know, awesome. Just, just understanding a country song. And, you know, we, we went four wheeling and camping and stuff.
1: Yeah. And okay. So
2: yeah, you- yeah. Yeah. We, we spent a lot of time out in, you know, middle of nowhere and, you know, hanging out and, that's you know, awesome. I've, I've done fishing too up in uh, oh, you know
1: up man, in the hills and in Utah yeah yeah it's one of those things I don't really get to do as much anymore and you know it's not like my main cup of tea but I love just going fishing once a while just clearing your mind just kind of letting it go to ease and that's just kind of the culture, you know, it's like today in this fast paced world of technology and entertainment and lights always on and in your face and the screen time and got to go do this and that and the other, which is, you know, don't be wrong, glamorous and awesome. And I love it, especially being a musician. I love the lights, but it's good to get away and just get out of touch for a moment. Give your brain a break. Give your eyes a break, yep. you know, and just sit there and talk with someone that, you know, and get to know them on a better, deeper level and just, you know, have that same sentiment. Like we kind of, kind of going back to our roots as humans and just, getting yeah. yeah just in that old same fashion yeah. uh, but as a side note excuse us with some of the background noise ashley's trying to we're actually recording two episodes today and <laughs> we have a band coming up for our next episode so she's trying to like get with them and so the doors aren't opening and closing so we apologize for that but uh. yeah
0: um <laughs> it'll be a fun episode for sure um i'm definitely sweating like a pig right now so um i don't know if you can smell the bo through the microphone <laughs> uh but it does not smell good um Anyways, we are going to wrap it up just because we are hitting that 30-minute mark. Cool. I do appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. We are Radio Wave, and we will be on Spotify, iTunes Music, SoundCloud, and 91.5 Rebel HD2, the only station that matters. I am once again your host, Ashley Liebig, and I am joined here with...
1: Riley Chrisman. And... Ryan Liebig.
0: We'll catch you out on the wave. Thanks for listening.